Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ugh. Well, I just watched... Uh, I sat there for five minutes watching a video on Facebook that was recommended to me. And? It was a guy sailing by himself in a tiny little boat from California to Hawaii. Oh. How long do you think that would take? Oh, it that's a long way. I don't know. Two weeks. Took him 31 days. 31. So over a month. A month. Can you imagine that? Being stuck. And it was a tiny boat. Does it? Don't you sometimes look at that tiny boat and go, "Oh my God, that seems so cozy. Everything you need is right there. You got some bananas hanging in a little net from the ceiling." And he had a little tiny stove in there that oh. somehow kept its balance. So even though the boat was rocking, it would stay balanced. And he was making pasta. Really? Like, hmm, I could get behind that life. But then about halfway through, like the rudder broke. Oh. And he was having a hard time steering this thing, and he had to. It took a few days to solve that problem. Those few days where you're just kind of stuck, and that was like the halfway point. And there's no wind all of a sudden, and you're just drifting. You're just adrift at sea. Yeah. Ooh, that's when uh, things get a little bleak. I think. And then you have to use your own shin bone as a rudder, which chewing your biceps for protein. <laughs> oh, have you ever read the uh, the account of? I can't remember how long he was missing for, but there was a, and this is fairly recently, a fisherman from somewhere in Mexico that was lost at sea for oh yeah, like two years by himself. Kinda. He had his dead buddy floating around in the boat with him for a while. Ooh. Yeah. It's pretty bleak. I wish I knew the rest of the details because I'd tell you the story right now. And then we'd be like one of those true survival podcasts. Man, stuck at sea stories. They are oddly compelling. You know what? I started watching this show and... Oh, I'm like halfway through the first episode and I can't tell whether I like it or not. And I can't remember the name of the show. Okay. Not our exactly f- ringing endorsement. Our Flag is Death, I think is what it's called. Huh. Our Flag is Death. I might be a little off. But you know who it is? It's uh, Murray the uh, from Flight of the Can- Concords. Oh, okay. Ma- that guy, uh, what's his name? Reese Darby, I think. I don't know his real name. That guy is spectacular. But it's a takes place on a pirate ship. And I always look at the captain's quarters on the pirate ship and think that is the ultimate. If I could have an apartment that looked like the captain's den on a pirate ship or cabin or whatever you call it, that would be the ultimate design theme for me. I'm not a real nautical guy, but I could do some solid sleeping in a place like that. Yeah, the difference between his chambers and where everyone else, everyone else just sleeps on like a hammock in the bottom of the boat. Yeah, but the the captain? Oh, yeah. There's bookshelves, there's stained glass, there's rich mahogany everywhere you look. I could live in a place like that. Yeah, that is pretty comfortable looking. Yeah. Uh, This boat that I saw in this video, not quite pirate ship captain's quarters, but it did have like a little twin bed, a little kitchen. Yeah. And I just can't know. I don't know if I could do 31 days by myself at sea. 
No. The excitement on his face when he finally saw land after 30 days. That tells you everything right there. It's like, oh, that was a bit much. <laughs> oh, God. Won't do that again. Imagine stepping onto the earth for the first time after that. Yeah. Have you ever been on a sailboat before? Like a smaller sailboat? No, not. I don't think so. Yeah. It's, uh, I have, and it's fine when you're going fast and everything, but when you're just sort of on a sailboat and not really going anywhere, doing anything, not as much fun. Like it's no even a a ferry going from Vancouver to uh, Victoria. Yeah, by about the thirty minute mark, I'm over it. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, there's some more water. Huh. Nowhere for me to go. Hey, at least mm. there you can get some ice cream or something. Yeah, you can some chicken fingers. Yeah, but not on a tiny little sailing boat somewhere between California and Hawaii. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. If you were to sail from California to Hawaii, the number one item on in your little cupboard would probably be spam, right? I was leaning towards beefaroni. Uh-huh. Yeah, I still lean towards beefaroni. <laughs> spam, I don't know if I could I don't know if I could dive into a can of spam. I haven't even thought about spam in 10 years. Like it's not even crossed my mind. It's one of those things, like, I don't think I've had a lot of it in my life, but I remember, I seem to remember not thinking it was the grossest thing. Oh, yeah, it's not. I think it's one of those things that people are like, oh, spam, spam. Oh, yeah, we hate spam. Like, you really, I think it's we're conditioned to say we don't like it. It's not a top-shelf meat. We get it. I don't know where it comes from, but is it as bad as everyone says it is? Like, what's that thing at Christmas time that everyone prints? Fruit. Uh, fruit cake. Fruit, Yeah. Everyone pretends they hate it, and then you eat it, and you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. Yeah, I could eat more fruitcake. <laughs> I don't even know where you'd go to find fruitcake right now. No, but that and spam maybe get a bad rap? I think so. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, just two guys watching the world go by. We did, I read that text message a few minutes ago. Did you hear the one from somebody said that their mom sends them home all the time with a dessert or leftovers on a, a meat tray from the grocery store? Oh. So she keeps the meat trays. <laughs> I find that so disgusting. I can barely touch one of those things. Like, I, I handle a meat tray like I'm handling a live snake, you know? Just, I just don't feel like, like I wouldn't have the cupboard space to keep a meat tray. The little styrofoam ones, wash them, I guess, and stack them up or something. Maybe I'm thinking of the big party ones. Somebody said, I hope that mom washes those meat trays before reuse. Yes, I hope so, too. Or somebody's going to get very, very sick to their pants. Uh, let me grab this one here. Hi. Hey, Garner. How's it going? Good. How about you? Good. You're talking about frugality? Yeah. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> would you be a contender for Miss Frugality? I would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my parents sure tried hard when we were growing up, and they're doing really well for themselves now, and I'm super proud of them. But yeah, there was a lot of interesting meals that we had as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Um, well, now it seems like the hot thing, but I refuse and I will never eat Spam ever again. Ever spam. again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the spam is one of those things where people go, ew, Spam. But my memories of Spam are, my grandparents used to eat it all the time. I have no problem with it. I haven't had it in 20 years. Well, let's put it this way. Other than tuna, I refuse to eat canned meat. <laughs> 
you know what's even worse though than canned meat is when somebody cans some sort of meat, but it's almost like they can it in a jar, like a, they pickle it so you can actually see what's in the jar. I don't need to see that. No, I agree. That's yeah. just one of those things that's uh, better left to the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need a peek behind that curtain. No, not at all. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't had spam in decades. Well, the only thing that confused me is she said the new hot thing. Our people is, is it, spam trendy. That's, well, that's what raised my eyebrow. Like I don't think it's ever been. I think the logo is trendy on a T-shirt. But if oh, you walked yeah. up to a person wearing a Spam t-shirt you, and you said, when was the last time you had Spam? They'd be like, never. I don't feel like I'm going to walk through the halls of a high school today and all the cool kids are going to be eating Spam. Is there a bigger... So, hey, <laughs> hang on a second. You announced to your family and your friends that you're vegan or vegetarian. What would be the biggest crime against vegetarianism? Would it be bacon or would it be Spam? Like somebody opens the pantry door and you're in there opening a can of Spam? Would think, that be the ultimate crime? I think so, because it's so undesirable. <laughs> At least bacon, you can be lured by the temptation. Yeah. Spam, it's just uh, that's just a collapse of willpower. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe, I think it's Spam. Huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> the new hot thing. She lost me on that part. Is Spam a good deal, though? Like, I feel like it's probably not even cheap. How much does it cost? I don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't had in a thousand years either. Maybe it just goes a long way. Uh, when you're being frugal. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce, spam, yes or no? I mean, it's a long-standing no for me. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not even... I've never even been in the spam aisle and been tempted to be like, ah, oh, should I go back down this road again? Is spam a good deal? How much does spam cost? I don't know. I, I have no problem with it. I ate it a bit as a kid. I have... Maybe I'm nostalgic for it. I don't know. Let me see here. If you put it in front of me, I would eat it, and I wouldn't make a yucky face. It's looking like it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 4 to $5. So that's not really a great deal, is No, it? I would think tuna is the better canned meat deal. Maybe Spam just goes a lot further than a can of tuna. Probably is a bigger can. Yeah. But no, I can't say the temptation is there for me. Because it's come up a couple of times here this morning as we talk about being frugal, being cheap. People tend to swerve towards the spam aisle. Uh, Oh, this one. An ex-girlfriend used to wash her Ziploc bags while we were in university. So on special occasions like Christmas, I'd buy her new ones. Lucky girl. You you say she's your ex-girlfriend, huh? (laughs) You don't say. Huh. That's a tough one, too. Hey, man, what'd you get Susie for Christmas? Well, I'm getting her Ziploc. I'm getting her something she really, really wants. Ooh, an engagement ring? Mm Mm-mm. Even better. Ziploc bags, medium and large. Yeah, I I sprung for the freezer bags. Yeah, not those cheap sandwich bags. Nobody wants those. Lucky lady. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The things you did when you were broke, or maybe you're just a frugal person. Frugal is just fancy talk for cheap, though, sometimes, I think. It is. It it softens the blow, Mm -hmm. calling someone frugal instead of cheap. Spam keeps coming up, but you and I, we Googled it. That doesn't... Like, what did you say between four and five bucks for a can of Spam? It appears to be that way. What? What is it? Is it because it lasts forever? It goes a long way? I don't know. The portions? I don't know. I couldn't tell you the last time I cracked open a can of Spam. The desire, shockingly, is just not there. Uh, I have no problem. Like, if you put Spam in front of me, I would eat it. I think more than anything, it needs a better name. 
Spam, oh, yeah. nothing about spam sounds appetizing. Well, the competition was called Spork, right? Oh, even worse. I think it was. Uh, hello. Uh, just you were talking about spam. I know uh, when I grew up, we, we never really ate it, and I've never been a big fan, but my wife does cook a few dishes, like uh, she does uh, fried rice and adds the spam as a protein, but my son, when he went to Hawaii, noticed that it is like a staple in Hawaii, the island of Hawaii. Yeah, that's what they we have hear all the time. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah, they have it everywhere. I wonder why it's still such a big thing over there. I think because, uh, and this is just speculating, but because it's an island, I don't know if they have a lot of uh, production of livestock. So I think a lot of stuff like that gets imported. I mean, I think that they've got spam pizza and and spam everything and breakfast. It's uh, you know fried eggs and spam and. So when your when your wife is making fried rice and she sends you to the grocery store, do you hide the can of spam at the bottom of the cart under a bunch of other stuff <laughs> for fear of judgment? She she does uh, fried rice with spam, and there's been a couple of vegetable dish that she does. Yeah. Uh, with the spam, and uh, well, she's a good cook. What about the spam jelly? Does she put that aside and use it for something else? That's probably the the best part of it. I like that uh, that gelatin. Anytime you're cooking, even getting a like a chicken from Costco, and you get that gelatin forming. Oh. I can't. Yeah, I I know, I know, but uh, you know, it's funny the the things that you learn to like as you get older. Mm. No. no. I don't think I'll ever learn to like that. Just smear it on some bread. <laughs> well, we lost the vegans. Oh, Great. boy. Oh, boy. I mean, his explanation for Spam's popularity in Hawaii makes sense. Yeah. But uh, Spam fried rice, hey? Yeah. Interesting. Never had it. 10029. Uh, if you want to text the show, you can call Sonic 2 at 780 423 1029. Uh, somebody said Spam's competition is Click. I do remember Click. K-L-I-K? Yeah, do they still make that? Oh, another one was Prem. P-R-E-M. Ooh, Spam geez. got all the love, though. I what? googled Click, and one of the images was just, it's like a square piece of it inside of a bun. Mm-hmm. That doesn't look great. That looks rough. What? It looks like what he, I imagine human meat would look like. Oh. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, we also heard from somebody who said that their mom would uh, wash the styrofoam trays that meat comes on, like you buy a package of chicken. She'd wash that and then uh, send her kids home, her adult children home with leftovers on that meat tray. I find that kind of disgusting. I really struggle with touching those trays after there's been meat on them. Uh, somebody said, I hope the mom washes those meat trays before. Yeah, they, the person said in their text that the mom washes them. Uh, frugal chat. I was camping this weekend. A guy came to my site and my friend's site twice asking for our empties. My buddy asked him if they were for his kid or something. He said, no, he just collects empties while he's out camping. Okay. Would you give your camping empties to the fellow camper who just wants your empties so he can pay for his camping? Huh. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We continue to discuss 
cheap versus frugal. Go ahead. Hi. Um, so I was calling about the whole frugal slash cheap conversation that you guys are having right now. Yeah. What's the difference between being frugal and being cheap? I think it's the creativity aspect. I think like if you're frugal, then like it's cheap, but creatively cheap. That's okay. the way I Okay, what about the guy who, on a 17-hour layover at the airport, refused to buy a bottle of water? Cheap or frugal? Oh, that's cheap, hands down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. When, when you're not listening to your body's needs, because you're not, you don't want to spend money, that, that qualifies you as cheap. <laughs> but I wanted to tell you about my grandfather, because he was the cheapest slash fruitless person I ever met. He would be driving down the highway, and if he, if he saw a lone glove on the side of the road... He would literally, like, stop and pull over and pick it up. So there, he'd have one. Now he would just have to eventually one day find the glove for the other hand. He'd be wearing mismatched gloves, though, right? He would. He would. Absolutely. He would. Yeah. Yeah. He was was all over that. (laughs) Mismatched gloves have not caught on yet the way mismatched socks have. No, no, no. Maybe that's the next big thing. Here we come, 2022. Or maybe your grandpa was just way ahead of his time. I think so. He really was. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.